Welcome back to the Football Funders podcast. Welcome back, that man, Dan. Buongiorno. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to a, a new year, a new podcast, new look podcast. Go on to our Twitter page at Football Funders. I think it is. Is that right? That is correct. Look, he's getting, he's getting there. Isn't I'm he? getting there, isn't I? Getting, getting. He's English. learning. Um, unfortunately, there's no Christmas tree. It looks a bit bare. I'm going to have to do something about this. Loving it, but, to repeat that. I thought for a minute. Focus all on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which is brought to you as always with Let Us Talk Mental Health, the football team raising money for mental health charity Mind, the assistant manager Dan, who very rarely shows up these days from what no, I No, not not true. <laughs> I did miss the last game, but I had a valid excuse. Yeah, it was Christmas. Yes, and no. <laughs> the proper blokes club. Walking and talking, breaking the stigma surrounding men's mental health. You can follow them at Blokes Club on Twitter or go to www.thepropablokesclub.co.uk and check out what they're doing. And if you're a fella and they're local to you, you can join in. The transfer window has flung open in our absence. It's the 1st of January until the 31st of January. It's now (laughs) the 5th of January. I thought you were saying yeah. for a minute, just like it's the it, the transfer window is today. Yeah, so it's first. today. It's open. Uh, there's been a few signings, nothing massive yet, apart from at Chelsea, which is going to be the start of our podcast, our main topic. But it's going to be mingled in with the transfer window. We're going to look at the transfer window overall. So let's go back to courtesy of the BBC. Well, hopefully, BBC, yeah. it should be. No, they were German. Coming up, is that BBC? Well, you never know. Queen is well was. Sorry. There have not been massive transfers as yet. There's been a couple. Uh, what was his name? It's Fafana, David Fafana, something or other at Chelsea, who's not been listed on this web page, but apparently that was a done deal a week or so ago, and they confirmed that for the first of January. And what, what was his name? Quick check. Benoit Belush. David Datro Fafana coming from mould for uh, eight to ten million, but fee undisclosed. Like He's got some mould. Now, the main topic of conversation is who is in charge at Chelsea? Because Chelsea seem to be spending a lot of money and they've signed Benoit Badashil for yeah, that's it. 35 million pounds. They've signed Fafana, as we've just said. They've been chasing after Enzo Fernandez, is it? Signed someone else as well. From uh, They're trying to do a deal. Who was trying to do a deal for Enzo Fernandez and now Chelsea? Chelsea. Are on it? No, it was Chelsea. Was it just Chelsea? It's been Chelsea the whole time, yeah. Right, sorry, I stand corrected. And um, that's um, looking like after, a... uh, my, 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 I don't know, the lad from Ukraine. Miduk, my, Maduk? Right. Arsenal. I know you're talking about. He wants Chelsea to go to. He wants to go to Arsenal, but uh, Chelsea said that they were joining too. But the next one about 66 million for him or something, didn't they? Yeah. And Benfica won about 120 million for Chelsea. My the year question, after paying nine, they've just signed for the other Fafana from Leicester for what was that? Something like 77 million. Um, they are spending a lot of money. I have two questions. First off, who do you think's making these signings, Dan? Uh, do you think Todd they're Bowley. Potter signings or do you think they're club no, signings? Yeah. This is Todd Bowley. He started it with the when he took over, didn't he? He was immediately splashing cash. The only deal you could argue was definitely the coaches was Fafana, and he wasn't Potter's. He was whoever Chelsea started the year with has gone blank. Who did Chelsea start the season with? What as Tuchel. manager Thomas took it Tuchel, because um, he checked. Um, Fafana didn't need for a medical Todd Bowley. Mm. I think the rest are just Todd Bowley signings. I think Cucurella definitely was because that was before Potter. Although I saw someone claim this morning it wasn't, it definitely was. Do you think that's why Potter's got the job? Because it, it seems to be running on a similar perspective to Brighton in the sense that they were signing young players and then giving them to the manager to work with and sending yeah. them out on loan. And it seems a bit weird because I don't know if you've heard, but they've gone and basically taken half of 
Brighton's recruitment staff to Chelsea. Yeah. And no, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think the it's it's a. I know you want to see Chelsea fans will want to see it now, but I, I do genuinely believe the fault within Chelsea now is it's not Roman Abramovich's Chelsea anymore. Buy young, coach them up, and then they'll be ready. That seems to be the approach since Bowley's come in. They've signed a lot of even this window. Uh, Fernandez is young. The Ukrainian lad's young. Fafana's what twenty-one. Yes. Um, Benoit, however you pronounce that one. Adashil. He's 22, 23. So they are going for that younger player that they can then progress in to be better rather than throwing cash. Because I guess, what would you rather do? Throw a young, throw some money at a youngster who might hit or throw money at someone who's already there that might sh- shit the bed? I'd but rather spend it on the kid. My argument here is, haven't we seen this before with Chelsea? If we go back to the days Not when they young. signed... Well, no, if you think about it, if you go back to the days when they were signing people like Kennedy, the Brazilian winger, Marco Van Ginkel, was, I think it was about 1920 when he yeah, turned I, up. They were stockpiling that, back then as well. Yeah, but I don't think this is stockpiling to the point because I think these lot will play. We'll see Fafana and Lad with the weird name, Chris Benoit over here, and um, the <laughs> others. <laughs> it's the only Benoit I could think of. Good job we're not monetized. Yeah. Um the the they will play where Chelsea, as you said when you're right, when they signed Van Ginkel, when they signed Marco Marin, De Bruyne, they were just buying the youngsters that look good in Europe. I, I do think this is slightly different. I think they're going after youngsters that are showing promise rather than just, oh, you might you might scout say you're gonna be good in fifteen years. I may be proved wrong. But I don't think they're gone as, as mental. We'll have to see. Uh, plus I'm not being funny, but the Chelsea team that's a minute. It's cack. <laughs> it's aged a lot, to be fair. Thiago's like 38. The midfield, I think. What Thiago's campaign... their best. He's... Thiago Silva's their best player. Yeah, but he's their only fit defender, to be fair. I think Kante's 31. I think Jorginho's about 30. I think Kovacic is about 28, 29. So it oh seems God. to be. They've signed... They seem to be signing young potential. But as I said, we've seen this before, not only at Chelsea, but. It, it's... Yeah, but I, I genuinely believe this. This these youngsters will be in the first team. They're not just going to sit in the reserves. But then, how the big difference. is their first team going to get? Because if you were to remove all well, their injuries, they're going to they're going to re- the the general consensus seems to be that in the summer they're going to be releasing or selling a large bunch of that first team. Kante, Thiago Silva will probably stay, but Aspilicueta apparently might walk. They're going to remove one of their keepers. Abamyang will go because his contract was short. So they will have a much smaller squad in in the summer because they'll lose a lot of their... I don't want to be rude. They'll just lose a lot of players. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, they've probably got a ton of players out on loan, as is the way with so many clubs well, they, nowadays. They, they, had, they have started to get rid of them now that there's Jake Forster, Kasky, keep, keep going. Yeah, we're going to talk to him in a, talk about him in a second. We'll talk to him, are we? Yeah. See, is he coming on? Live on Football Funders. <laughs> Jake Forster Kasky, not. Disclaimer, that is not true. That Live is from Stevenage. Yeah, if, well, if you've got connect, you've still got connections with the club, Dan. If you can get his number, then uh, we'll happily have him on the podcast. You might get injured. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. As I said, there have not been massive sign-ins, but do we think Chelsea are going to continue spending? Because obviously they've got to yeah. adhere to financial fair play, but bearing in mind they cleared all remaining debt that they had when... The takeover went through from uh, Abr- Abramovich. They've got a clear run to spend quite a fair whack of cash at the moment, which is why they're bidding for everybody under the sun by the looks of things. I think they'll bring in... I think Fernandez ends this window at Chelsea. Enzo? Yeah, what what they... Well, not Bruno. I don't. <laughs> I'm not convinced. Of, I know Chelsea are going to spunk a load of cash. But I'm not convinced they're going to pay 120 no, I, million. I don't think they will, but I think he'll end up there. I think they probably end up paying 70. I'm not sure that Benfica will take it because they don't need to sell. He's only been at Benfica for six months. This is the bizarre thing. Nine about million pounds. pounds. Yeah, they're signing for nine million pounds in the summer and now are demanding 120 million. And the weird thing is, is I find it really bizarre that Chelsea are prepared <laughs> Absolute to Absolute shit houses. It's great. Well, no, to be fair, that's the, the deal with re, uh, fee release clauses. We saw it with Jack Grealish. 
Man City wanted him. They tried to barter for him. They ended up having okay. paid a hundred million for him to go. <laughs> what a waste of hundred mil! But it, I, I, would you play? Would you pay one hundred and twenty million as a manager for a young Argentine who's only had six months in the Portuguese league? Didn't he come from Spain before that? I wouldn't um, pay that money for Argentina. No, I, think, I believe he was in Europe before he went to Portugal. Um, but I wouldn't pay 120 million for anyone. But that's there's a very limited, maybe like Nate Mbappe, probably about it, Harlan. As you can see on the screen, there's nothing much happened on the first couple of days. We'll quickly stop on day three, though, because on the uh, first I'm day sure of January, Dan would like to discuss Jake Forster Kaski leaving Charlton for Stevenage. Yeah, just good luck to him, really. You know, he's been at the club six years. Two ACLs later. Um, in the middle, bless him, had a, probably his best season at the club was in between the two ACLs. And then uh, just hasn't been part of the first team this year, which has been wild when you think about how crap we've been. Um, but yeah, I hope he goes. And ironically, he'll be playing next to Alex Gilby, who's also uh, on loan from Cholton. And uh, so I hope, I wish them both well, especially Jake. I'd love to see Jake stay fit and have a run because there's no way he's a League Two player. I have to know that Beth England went to Tottenham. Yes, there are. By the way, they, one of the beautiful things about the rise in women's uh, football recently has been the fact that it's forced people like the BBC and Sky to actually put all the transfers in together as opposed to keeping them separate. So we are seeing... I must admit, it's been a bit confusing for me as someone who doesn't follow... Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> there was uh, a, a sign I think it was called Jordan Nobbs yeah were, went to Aston Villa from Chelsea I think it was Arsenal uh, oh was it from Arsenal sorry and I was like I've never heard of Jordan Nobbs and then I was researching and found out it was a woman hold on so hey, Daryl F- Stevenage are buying Stevenage are going to have this amazing team by the end of the window what is that they got Daryl Horgan Daryl Horgan Jake Forster Kasky and Alex Gilby are you sure you're in League 2 Nottingham Forest recording one of their own players instead of buying everybody else's for a change. Although well, still I have to spend some money. I have heard that apparently they're going to be looking to increase their squad. I don't know how. For well, the they're trying of... to get rid of like four of the players they brought in, aren't they? Emmanuel Dennis on the way back out. But they've got, uh, I think the, their owner owns other clubs as well, much in the same way R- uh, Roland Douche did. So, Douchebag. Daily Blind unattached to Bayern Munich. When did he become unattached from Ajax? His we contract know. was only no. You know when he had uh, his contract was cancelled by when? no, like just by him. In I think he only signed like a six month contract in the summer to get him through to basically through to the World Cup. Right, and then his contract was up. His contract was up in January. Yeah, he That's signed a, a six month deal. I'm sure he did okay. in the summer, and he's to gone to Bayern Munich. No I idea I think... why. I think the idea really was staying that staying in around the Dutch squad, mm. playing Ajax, play the World Cup. I ain't going to be at the next one. Where's my last payday? So I'm he basically that'll do. Well, apparently it's only a six-month deal to buy. No, is it sit on the bench for six months? Great, yeah. You're paid. So <laughs> just today's. I haven't seen any of today's. This news. is today's. It's not up to date. There's a lot of women's stuff in here. There's nothing uh, massive here. Uh, I, I will comment and say no. uh, Manchester United have made a signing today. One Jack Butland as backup following the uh, recall of Martin Dubravka to Newcastle. So he's, he's, he's there to sit on the bench. He's never going to play a game for Manchester United. He might play next Tuesday. You never know. But I need to take issue with uh, plastic Manchester United fans on Twitter. I had an argument with them the other day. They seem to think that the money we've saved from Ronaldo uh, leaving, which is about 20 million in wages, and um, sending Dubravka back will be enough to sign a striker that we need. To any Manchester United fan watching this who hasn't done their research, Manchester United made a loss of £115.5 million last year. Uh, for the full financial year, the Glazers took £33.4 million from the club in dividends, even though they the, the club made a loss. 
the club is losing money because they're no longer in the Champions League. As a result, there's no Champions League cash. As a result of not being in the Champions League, we get penalised from our sponsors because obviously they're not getting their sponsorship original deal, which was you're going to show us around the world and in the Champions League. We're not doing that, so we've lost money from that. The Glazers are actively looking to sell. So any of you that think that there is big money available at Manchester United right now to go out and sign Dusan Vlaovic and all these other players that you've been linking online, I've got to say you are absolutely freaking deluded. There is absolutely no cash whatsoever. We spent There's a new almost... one today. Have you seen it? No, go on. Vincent Abudaka on a season six-month loan from wherever he is. Uh, I think he's at Ronaldo's club. No, he's. Oh, he might be. Yeah, I know he's over there somewhere. He's in he's, the he's over in Saudi Arabia. I think he's yes. there. So I think it's I saw one in one uh, out. I saw today that Man United were one of the teams that have been in uh, approach. Not but necessarily going to sign. It's a loan deal, much like we did with Odi Agallo a few years ago. If you remember that <laughs> one. To all Manchester United fans, we are signing Jack Butland. What does that tell you about the lack of money that we just don't have? If we actually had money, do you think we'd be signing Jack Butland on a six-month loan deal from Crystal Palace? No, we'd go and buy someone who's half decent to play cup games. So all these Man United fans saying, we need to sign this person, we need to sign that one. We just spanked almost £100 million on Anthony, for crying out loud. I think we spent £210 million in the summer, I think it was. The Glazers are trying to actively sell the club or get investment in because there's no money left. No money means no big signings. How do you not understand this? We would not be signing. They Jack are not Butland. football fans. You've... This is why I, sometimes I am glad when I look at social media like Man United or Chelsea or whatever, and there's all these absolute monstrosities making comments, and I'm like, what world do you live in? It's, Some of these things just doesn't belong here. It's absolutely bonkers. Some of these people think that because of Man United's history and Man United's pedigree, that we have a small fortune to spend every single freaking week. And the truth is, we don't. We just simply don't have any money right now. So wait till the summer. Wait till the club has been sold. And then we'll see what they come up with. Until then, no. Is there anyone you'd like to see come in to Charlton <laughs> for this January transfer window, Dan? Any chance uh, of money in being spent? Or... Well, either or. Anyone that, anyone, uh, no, no chance of that. Well, anyone that knows what a football looks like and knows how to kick it with their feet, you're in with half a chance. Half a chance. Is he your name? James Stockton could be off Gillingham, which. We are just on a. This is yeah, our probably. new. I saw the chain. Sorry, go on. Jane Stockley is being linked with a move to Chillingham, which is delightful in my ears. I um, know you've not been happy about Jane Stockley for quite a while. Uh, the rumours with Charlton are going around. I've seen us linked with a few. We get linked with the same players every window. So, like Macaulay Bonds linked again. Um, which, to be fair, if we were to sign him back, it's two million to sign resigns, re-sign someone for free. So that's not bad. But um, apart from that, there's just scattering. Scattering around, I've, I've not heard anything as close. Dean Holden kind of came out in his press conference and said he's not going to comment on any transfers until they're official. So, this is our the football funders page, by the way. I'm just checking it just to see if there's any breaking news. And in the uh summer, a lot of deals were done quietly at the valley. Normally, South London Press get a sniff, but a lot of deals in the summer were done without them finding out. So, I guess we'll see. Right. No, look, Paul's tweet. Are we a bunch of moaners? Yes, you are. There are a lot of Charlton fans. I saw my, I don't know if you saw it, Ryan, but I put it in the group chat. My uh, my view from my seat at Old Trafford. Yeah, somebody like else that, has, funnily enough. Yeah, somebody else <laughs> has just done exactly the same. Uh, what the hell? Rezad. Yeah, yeah okay. Good luck trying to say that name out loud. Breaking Brentford of, oh, Brentford have confirmed the signing of Romeo Beckham from Inter Miami until the end of this season. So we have a Beckham back in the Premier League. Have you seen anything of Romeo? I don't watch the MLS. No, neither do I. 
Oh, Jamie Carragher's talking. Have, the FA Cup has kicked too up. much. Oh, I have too much respect for myself. Jack Butland, massive club, massive opportunity. Can't wait to get started. Keep the bench nice and warm, son. We've got one dodgy goalkeeper in there. We do not need another one. See you on Tuesday. Yeah, you'll be on the bench for Charlton too. Do, 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 come on, anything else breaking apart from Romeo? Romeo, where for out there, Romeo? You're in Brentford. Oh, we're not doing a team with a festive period, are we? Oh, there's a team for everything. Um, yeah, sad news that Gianluca Vialli passed yes. today after a long battle with uh, pancreatic cancer. Uh, do you remember Gianluca Vialli at all, Dan? Obviously, quite young. No, I think he played, didn't he leave 2000? I was four. Yes, Dan was very young. I, I remember the, my first Chelsea memory is Zola, Hasselbank, Johnson tandem grouping. He, he was a Chelsea player. He was a hell of a player, actually. He won several Serie A titles, Champions League with Juventus. Had quite the partnership with uh, Fabrizio Ravanelli in Italy. That was lethal. Then came over here. He was arguably one of the first to, to come over as Ravanelli part of the... Ravanelli played for Derby, uh, right? Uh, yes, in Middlesbrough. And he was arguably started the way following the rule of you could only have three... Uh, foreigners in your team at any one time when that ended we sort of got an influx and we got higher quality especially at Chelsea because Viali came in Rude Hullet came in Zola came in um, hell of a player hell of a man hell of a manager Al- Albert Ferrer no, yep. no. <laughs> not the same quality to be fair <laughs> our condolences to his family and loved ones really of course it's, it's a shame he was only about 58 years old I think it's Far too young for anyone. Here's Dan moaning live on Twitter four hours ago. Not live, it was four hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> Ronaldo's training, nobody cares. No, he's playing tonight. I still don't care. The FA Cup has kicked in, actually, so we'll have to have a look at that in a minute. But um, you're hopeful that someone will come in for Charlton? Uh, we need lots. No, to be fair, we need a striker, regardless if we lose Stockley or not, we need another striker. The rumour or what's being said by I see it now by the South London Press and by um, a journalist who works for the Football League 92 website, that Cholton are actively looking for a left-back, a left-centre-back, an attacker, midfielder, a striker, which is pretty much where we do need to improve. Um, the first thing we've got to do is make sure we don't sell Miles Lieber in this window, but I think maybe he'll, he's one for the summer. Um but we do need just need general improvements to the squad. I think the starting eleven we've seen against Portsmouth, and I said it on this podcast before, and I've said it to you many times. The starting eleven have shown that when they want to, they can be a very good side. We've put three past Portsmouth and looked comfortable doing it. But whether we'll do it again tomorrow against Lincoln, you don't know. So we need those consistency in our team. Um, I, I do wonder a little bit if the Man United game has lifted the spirit of the lads, and that's helped. That we look quite good in two of the last three games. Well, you've so got we'll a new see. manager, so new manager yeah, bounce his, somewhere, hopefully. His first game we got pumped in anyway, so it doesn't matter. Man United have absolutely no money. Bill absolutely Jones. no money. I'm just club having legend. a quick look. I don't Absolute know if club legend. come on the screen. That just having a quick has. look at who Man United could sell. Dean Henderson's obviously out on loan earning us money. Someone told me that they should recall him, so that way we'd get more money. Um, to sign a striker. What they didn't realise is we're getting a, a loan fee and they're paying his wages. So we'd actually say. lose money if we were to recall Dean Henderson. That's why we've gone for Jack Butland, who's cheap and crap. Victor Lindelof can leave as far as I'm concerned. Eric Bailly, I think, is out on loan. He's injured. Um, they can make that permanent if he's out on loan. Uh, Phil Jones, stop robbing the club. Please that leave. Doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Who else? Aaron Wambasaka, as predicted, came back. And uh, he's playing very well for Manchester United. Brandon Williams can go. Alex Tellez can leave. He's already on loan. Brandon Williams. I love Brandon Williams, but I agree with Dan. I think he can go. Axel Twanzebe, you can leave too. You've been loaned here, there well? and everywhere. He's been injured for a while. Um, so he's not out on loan hey, at the moment. When did you sign um, the lad from One Direction? <laughs> got a few of them. Um, who else we got? Fred, you can leave. Thank you very much. There's rumours that Ahmad Diallo Traore, whatever his name is in this this week, is coming back from Sunderland because he's 
been scoring absolute worldies down in Division One or wherever they are. Yeah, Championship. Oh, they got yeah. to the Championship in the end, didn't they? Yeah, they won the playoffs last year. Yeah. Facundo Palestri can leave. He's he can Facundo off as far as I'm concerned. I'd get rid of the next two as well. Am I, am Not I done anyway. Donny Van der Beek has got to be the most. He'll play on Tuesday. Player. Well, I don't know because <laughs> I don't know if you saw the tackle that he suffered. No, I don't watch. Um, he got his first start. If you go onto our Twitter page, I do believe I showed the um, the tackle. It looks like it could have broken his leg. I don't know if it has or not. I haven't heard anything else. But if he is fit, Donny van der Beek can go. Hannibal's out. Oh, there right. he is. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Andy Martial can leave because he's done bugger all. Uh, Marcus Rashford's in the form of his life. Anthony needs to pull his finger out of his rear end and try and actually play football. We won't uh, talk about number 11. Jaden Sancho, something very funny is going on with him. I'm not quite sure what. He's returned to Old Trafford now and is training with the first team. But apparently he's still a way off. Uh, Garnacho's going nowhere. Anthony Alanga can leave because he doesn't. he's apparently not very happy and Everton won him. So, ta-ta. He's not good either. Don't know what's going on with Shola Showtire. I'm not sure if he's out on loan or not. I can't remember. See him Tuesday. No, he's not. Um, he's not. Oh, he might play then. There you go. So, not too much news yet in the transfer. <laughs> now do that with the window. Charlton squad. <laughs> you, you want me to bring up the Charlton squad? Well, you can if you, I don't even know if we've got a page like that, to be honest. You can check. All right. Give me two minutes and I'll pull that one up. Here we so, go then, ladies and gentlemen. Ladles and jelly spoons. This is the Charlton website. This is a crap non league side. You need to look at them. First team. Here we go. We'll have a laugh. So. Good footballer, Joe Wallacott. Leaving, and I wonder if that's why he's blacked out. I wonder if he's gone. Isn't Wallacott the one that was supposed to go to the World Cup? Wallacott's the one that was at the World Cup. Yeah, he's just had his he's just had his iron bar taken out of his finger. It was there to straighten this. Oh no, he's back. Uh, Wallacott should be back. So he's injured and he broke his hand. He's just had the iron thing removed. So back in training soon. McGivray is off. Harness and Maynard Brewer are youngsters. Maynard Brewer's been in goals the last few weeks. has done really well. Uh, on to what's supposed to be defenders, but whether we can call them that is another question. Stephen Sessignon may be the only good wing-back we have at the club. Uh, how brutal do you want me to be? Feel free. Yeah. It's, it's, you're down at uh, the Valley fine. segment. So. <laughs> he, can, uh, he can go. We like him. I miss him. Injured. So these two both been out since November. They went out in the same game. When they're back, we're a much better side. I'm just going to pretend he's not there. Um, Deji, he's back with us now. Let's hope he gets uh, a game then. Sean Clare, who plays in every position that's ever existed, bless him. He might have disappeared. Uh, Lucas Ness has uh, come from our academy and has looked really good recently. And uh, Richard Chin is from our academy, but not as good as Lucas. Uh, George Dobson's the king of the world. We love him. Um, and we've got a line of players that shouldn't be at the club, starting there and ending there. <laughs> uh, he's not He's not there, so that's fine. Um, he decides to play if he wants to. I don't want to talk about you. And Conor McGrandles is, yeah. Um, Charlie Kirk is good once a month. Jack Payne's all right. Scott Fraser's a Scottish Perlo. Blackett Taylor's fast. Aaron Henry is the next... Well, not the next, but he's the Cholton's kind of... He's the mini Scott Parker, if you right. get what I mean. Yeah, he's going to be the next Scott Parker, hopefully. Yes, but I don't know if he'll be have the level of Scott Parker, but he's the next throw academy that has a very similar technique. Tyce Campbell's weapon and, uh, oh dear Lord, this strike force is depressing. He can go away. He's going because Palace are going to recall him and apparently he's going to go to Millwall. So. I love his name. It's like Raksaki. Raksaki. Like, every time uh, this, I hear it, I just think of the word Rucksack. This man, um, he doesn't actually play for Cholton. He plays for our physio, which is really <laughs> interesting. And Miles um, Lieber. And uh, he, he's not allowed to go anywhere. I'll hey, lock him potential in star sure of the future, Miles Lieber. And keep an eye on him. He's, he's not allowed to go anywhere because <laughs> if he <laughs> leaves, we're not going to score any goals. Oh, and then dear. I think 
there's one band, funny one. Do we have any first teamers in here? Probably. So there's not much you can sell, really. No, nah, I mean I'd sell all of them, frankly. Where's Daniel Carnu and Zach Mitchell? I don't... Yeah. Well, this young man is getting a lot of talk, Zach Mitchell, that he might be wanted by some bigger club. We've got some great names in this squad. Have a go at that one, Ryan. Go on. Josh Lakeritobua. No. Yeah, we'll go. No idea. Okay, and is he there? <laughs> Daniel Carnu has started the last few league games, so we'll see if he hangs around. Um, he's a big lad, isn't he? Yes. Um, but yeah, well, there's not again. Charlton sell players; it'll probably be kids. He looks like he's from Welling. Yeah. Right, that's it. That's the like monkey. Now the pressure all with Charlton. No, <laughs> don't want to upset him, dear. <laughs> no, he looked like a muggy on the way home from the valley. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so how are things looking at Charlton under the new manager? I'll to give it I don't know. He's played two games, we've been smashed once and won once. So fifty fifty so far. I get it's still too early, isn't it? I mean you've got to give him really we've got to give him till March till I think we can truly judge Dean Holden. And then at the same time, can you judge Dean Holden when the owner's been the way the owner is? But there's talk that we're going to improve the squad. So, we'll, uh, again, I don't necessarily believe that. I believe it when it happens. So, I guess it's kind of wait and see. Whatever happens, don't really blame Dean Holden for it. But you so can't far, really I mean, blame Ben Garner either. Really, no, exactly. That's what I mean. The only thing, as I said before, when we talked about Ben Garner sacking, was he could probably could have changed things. He, did, he was another Carl Robinson, Jose Mourinho kind of, no, this is the way I'm playing. So, yeah, deal with. Clubs knew that we couldn't pass out the back, but he wanted us to pass out the back. So they more or less would press their midfield and their strikers, and they just win the ball off us every time. And then they come out and go, "Yeah, mistakes," and they'd be like, "Yeah, well, change it." <laughs> but you know, that's hopefully Dean Holden's. We definitely played a very faster style. I don't just mean long ball. We moved the ball quicker against Paul, which was nice to see. We we're actually playing through rather than having Ryan in his stand on the ball for two and a half years. I wouldn't have him stand on the pitch, but, you know, kind of have to. So positive then. Is he frozen? I'm not frozen. I'm still here. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I think um, we'll see. You know, there's uh, the positive. I think it has helped. Definitely the atmosphere is obviously the quarterfinal next week. We know we're going to lose. We know we're probably going to get tanked, but it's a day out for the fans, the players. The, the families even, you know, because for some of our players that come for our academy or lower league academies, they've, they've not had this chance that often to go play at Old Trafford or a few of them, you know, have come through and probably played there before, like Chucks and EK obviously played in the Premier League if it was only one appearance um, and probably been there as a kid uh, from the Arsenal Academy, but for some of the youngsters it'd be a nice opportunity for them. So, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm, hope, I'm hoping we don't get absolutely tonked. That's the Carabao Cup, isn't it? Yeah, if we come out of the, you know, Old Trafford and we've lost three, three nil, it's not the end of the world, is it? I mean, it's not the end of the world regardless, but we could just keep it respectable. You're right. I don't, because I think we we might get away with it because United have Man City on the Thursday, right? Was it the Friday? I think it's the Friday. So I don't think we'll see the the big boys. I think we'll see the a mixture of some kids and. Donny van der Beek. Yeah. <laughs> people that need minutes. So I wouldn't be surprised if Sancho's on the bench or... I don't think said, he's ready. Donny van der Beek or... I'm Jack genuinely Butler. starting to wonder what's happening with Sancho. I'm starting to wonder... They keep saying he's not fit, but I'm wondering if they're talking mentally fit instead of physically fit. Because... I, I wondered if the Euros, the penalties fucked him. And, well, no, to be honest, he started, if you look at his stats, he actually started this season quite well. I think he had like three assists and two goals or the other way around. Um, and then all of a sudden, he just literally dropped off to the point of like there was no product from him at all. And then the World Cup came around and they were like, right, well, you're going to Holland to train with some people we know. And uh, then you're going to come back when you're ready. So I don't really know what's going on with him. I just hope that he can get his career back on track because... The last thing we need to see, I think, is another Delhi Ali, who rumours are they've had enough of him in Turkey, are looking to try and send him back to Everton, and Everton don't want him back. So, Everton, we don't want to pay him. 
Everton look like they're going to go down. Is Fra- is it Frank Lampard's fault or is it just years of bizarre investments uh, like Donny van der Beek on loan and signing Deli Alley? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's I think it's the majority is the shite investment. Um, but then, as we've said before about Frank Lampard, not particularly sold on him as a manager anyway. I don't think he's proven himself at any of the clubs he's been at necessarily. Yes, uh, we've been through that many times, but I don't think he improved Derby. Don't necessarily think he worked wonders at Chelsea. He did what uh, he could no. with Chelsea, didn't he? Really, let's be honest. They and, were under a transfer embargo. I don't think he's done anything Everton and the manager wouldn't do. Like they're still in trouble. I still think Everton are relegation candidates. Um, yeah, it hasn't helped the transfers he's got a crap like this window. I know people are excited about the James Tarkowski signing, but if James Tarkowski is your statement signing, well, yeah, I mean they caught Cody uh, Connor Cody on loan, didn't they as well? It looked, to be honest, they started all right at the start of this season, but they can't score. They've just got no one up top. No, if so... Calvin isn't fit, which he's having problems with, there's just no goals. Yeah, they're, and they're... obviously we discovered. It'll probably be an, another topic for another show, but we discussed, I think it was yesterday, Everton's transfer window. This was the worst window we've ever seen. Yes. And that window was poo. And the problem is for Everton is I'd say probably their last three or four windows were pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> They've not had a good window pretty much since David like David Moyes, maybe Martinez on a push. Yeah. And even then, some of David Moyes' signings were a bit whiffy. <laughs> like Billy Adinov and uh, yes, who was, who was the striker they signed around? I can't remember who it was. There's a crap striker in there as well. Chink Tossen. Uh, sadly, he was. Uh, I think he was. He might have been. Um, who's the Dutch guy that they had? What's his name? Barcelona. Barcelona. Managed Barcelona not until last season. Kuman. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It amazes me that he got the Barcelona job, frankly. <laughs> well, they needed somebody. Let's be honest. They couldn't get the well, person they wanted. That's the best they could do. That is the best that they could do. But when you look at the the chaos that is Barcelona Football Club, you can't help but think... Who's manager yeah, now? Shabby. Oh, yeah. They're top of the Bundesliga, aren't they? Bundesliga. Bundesliga. That's, that's fantastic. Well done. That's pretty impressive, that, isn't it? Yeah, they went all the way over to Germany for that one. Well done. I take Cottbus and uh, Hamburg. Right, now I understand we're going to round off this week's podcast with uh, a bit of torture from Dan because Dan's come up with a game for the pair of us. So explain and show your workings. Okay, so my generation will probably know it as tic-tac-toe. Ryan's generation know it as chalk on the floor and Pete's some rocks spread around the floor. Um, (laughs) You could use Pete's netting that he uses uh, for the fish, but anyway, it's a uh, it's a it's it's very simple. It's uh, noughts and crosses for those that don't know tic tac toe or the way I explained it, but it's football edition. So obviously Ryan can, will have one color or an X or an or an O, and I have the other. And we've got name players that have played for both. So if you name a player that plays for Tottenham Man United, you go there with that player's name. That becomes your X circle, whatever you choose to be, right. with that player. It's very simple. Okay, shall I go first then? We'll do triangle and circle. Yeah, go on, you go. Right, so we'll start in the middle. So Tottenham, yes. Manchester United, I'll go Dimitar Berbatov. Yeah, we do that, and then you can put Berbatov. That's how you spell it, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, so then you've done that. So I will go... Oh, I don't know. I'm going to go... It's how I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> I will go Newcastle, Man United, Keith Gillespie. Oh, very good call. That's not go... his name, but that's what we'll go with. I will go Southampton, Chelsea and go Wayne Bridge. Uh, oh, Wayne Bridge. So I have to go down here. I have to go Newcastle. Uh, uh, Great. <laughs> Uh, Newcastle, Everton. You've got to come up with a name. <laughs> Ooh. Newcastle, Everton. Can you think of one? I can, you, I've got one. Because yeah. if I can't, then I can drop it, then you can drop it when I'm... 
So I can't, I just can't picture, I can't remember his name. Um, oh, it's so obvious. If I was, if I was going to tell you, you're going to kick uh, yourself I'm, afterwards. I'm not doing it. I'm thinking. Uh, you will kick yourself when you hear this name. I'm just trying. Oh, 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 Louisa Ha. Well done. Yeah, I was going to say battle. Duncan Ferguson. Oh, fuck off. But That's Louisa Ha still works. So easy. <laughs> Louisa Ha works. <sighs> because he was on loan from Newcastle, wasn't he? Tottenham, Southampton. Okay. That one's easy. Tottenham and Southampton is going to be Gareth Bale, isn't it? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Jamie read that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, easy. Gareth Bale or uh, Jamie Redknapp. Southampton, Newcastle. Well, that one's even easier, isn't it? Is it? It is Alan Shearer. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so to win, I've got to go Everton, Tottenham. (laughs) Everton and Tottenham. Jesus. Who's played for Tottenham and Everton at the same time? uh, In the same... At the same time? At the same time, yeah, at the same time. Tottenham and Everton. Technically, there was a player that played technically, was there at the same time. Tottenham and Everton. Louis Saha, because Louis Saha yeah. played for Tottenham as yeah. well. So, yay, yeah. I win. There yeah, we Louis, go. Louis Saha. That was what I was thinking as soon as I said it. And then the last ones would have been Chelsea and Man United, so you could have had Juan Mata. Yes. Juan Mata. What is the matter, you? And Chelsea and Everton, which would have been Chelsea and Everton, actually. Not many players go from Everton to Chelsea. Ross Barkley, there we go. There's a reason. Yeah, Ross Most Barkley, of there you shit. go. We've done it as well. And, Should we um, do another round? Uh, what's the time? Because Man United are kicking off against Everton. Yeah, Five we've got past time seven. for one more. you got one more? We'll do right. one more. Well, I'm going to quickly make one more. I'll stop sharing for a minute. You talk yep. some nonsense to them. Uh, I could talk lots of nonsense to them. Uh, I'm, I'm interested I on your you. thoughts on Arsenal. Do you think Arsenal need to sign a new striker considering... They've only got Eddie and Ketia and Gabriel Jesus is out on loan. No, uh, out on loan. Sorry, he's not out on loan. Think, he's out they've got enough in their squad, to be honest. Gen- yeah. I generally believe that they've they've got goals enough in their squad. I just think they play good football. Maybe, I mean, if you're looking as backup, but I don't think it's like a necessity. Look for the bare necessities. Do you think they they're genuinely going to win the league? We're halfway point. So. Yeah, at this point, yeah. You I, I don't think see... City will come up behind. I think they will, but it's what, seven points? I think it's five it's gonna now. Need a, it's going to need a, a bit of a bottle that I don't know if Arsenal... I, th- I think this is a different Arsenal. Yes, it feels it's like very a much Arsenal. a Mikel Arteta's Arsenal. So, I, I, I couldn't... I'm going to call it now. I'm going to say they're going to fall short and uh, they will finish second, I think. Well, Haaland, I'm gonna a, I think, is going to spanner in this one. Really? I think Haaland is going to score enough goals to get City over the line. Haaland, Go on in. Haaland, push me in a shiner. Right. Viking mode engaged. Right. West Ham, Arsenal, Man City, Leicester, Charlton, Sunderland. I'll go first because you went first last time. Bloody hell. Go on in. Arsenal, Charlton. Chucks and EK. Alexson. We never had you back, Pom. Wish we did. West Ham and Charlton. Ark. This one's easy. Um, yeah, it's for you. You're a Charlton fan. No, this one should be easy for you as well, to be fair. West Ham. Jermaine Defoe. There we go. Yes, thank you. Could have had Scott Parker as well, to be fair. Right. Next one. I'll go Arsenal Sunderland. Nicholas Bentner. <laughs> what a name. I'm going to need to go Arsenal-Leicester, aren't I, to um, to block it off. Um, Arsenal and Leicester. Ooh. Arsenal and Leicester. Have Leicester signed any of Arsenal's kids? That one's a bit of a bastard, isn't it? <laughs> it is, actually. I've got to admit. 
of any Leicester players gone to Arsenal? This is a real pig. I was just thinking in Golo Kante. I shouldn't really give you any clues. But... He's not played for Arsenal. He hasn't played for Arsenal, so I don't know so why that came out. What are you on about? No, I was thinking of. Arsenal Leicester. Jesus. Arsenal and Leicester. Who of Arsenal's rejects would Leicester sign? I think I've got one. But I don't know if it plays for Arsenal. <laughs> I think he did, but I'm not sure. Arsenal Leicester, this is a pig. Jesus. Arsenal versus Leicester. Arsenal and Leicester, sorry. Arsenal versus Leicester. If, if, you, if anybody knows an answer, leave, leave it in the comments on our YouTube video. When I, think I, know a, I think I know an answer. I'm genuinely trying to think. I want to say Cedric, the Portuguese defender. I kind of feel like he would have been on loan at Leicester, but this is Southampton. It was Southampton. Um, Arsenal. There's only one in my head. I don't even know if it's right. Arsenal, Leicester. They've had Casper Schmeichel for so long that that rules out the goalkeepers. It could be any time. That's what I'm trying to think. I've got one from the early 2000s. I don't know if he played for Arsenal. I think he did. In the 90s. Come on, there's got to be someone. Jesus. It can't be this bad, surely. I mean, you could always go somewhere else and set me up, see if I can make the win, you know. Leicester's a bit of a pig, actually, but I'm I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to go Manchester City, Leicester, and uh, I'm going to go Real Mahrez. Well, I'm going to take a punt at this Arsenal-Leicester one. Go on, then. You can tell me if it's bollocks, and then we might have to Google it on screen. I'm, I'm going to Google it on my phone. Go on. Paul Dickov. That's a definitely winner, at, I think. Definitely at Leicester, and I have a feeling I watched a documentary of Ray Parler and Paul Dickoff scores in the game. I'm sure he does. Where's his, is his Wikipedia? Hang on. Yes, he started. Oh, fucking hell, you pulled that one out your ass. <laughs> because I was watching a Ray, an interview of Ray Parr the other week. He started, he, yeah, talking... he started his career from 1990 to 1996, made 22 appearances and scored four goals. He was uh, talking about Paul Dickoff, and I was like, I didn't know you were there. And actually went on to play for Leicester twice between 2002, 2004, and 2008. All right, let's, let's fill in the blanks. Leicester West Ham. Oh God. Leicester West Ham. I don't even know if that's possible. It must be possible. No idea. Dean Sturridge, you play at West Ham? It's Dean Sturridge, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There was a Dean Sturridge, yeah. Wikipedia, long time ago. Let's have a look. Uh, didn't play for West Ham at all. Well, close enough. Play for really. Wolves. Let's have a look. Players that have played for West Ham and West and Leicester. <laughs> this quiz has gone awful. No, it's been successful. We're learning. Players for West Ham and Sunderland and West Ham. There's got to have been someone that David Moyes took from Sunderland to West Ham, surely, or the other sure. way around. West Ham have been bastards, haven't they? Charlton, Manchester City. There you go. Try that easy, one. Easy. Easy. Go, go on. Bradley Wright Phillips. Right. Sunderland, Manchester City. That's going to be uh, Jack Rodwell. <laughs> <laughs> so just I forgot got... about him. <laughs> yeah. Sunderland and West Ham. Uh, I want to see if Jack Rodwell just... played for West Ham as well. I know it's cheating uh, giving the same answer twice, but. Jack Collison? That's a good shout. Well done. That's a Did really good Sunderland? shirt. Yes. I see him in a red well and white shirt. Let me double check. Very well done. So it's just West Ham Leicester. Jack Collison, I'm checking. No, you're right. No, I'm, I'm wrong. tell you that's right. No, I'm not. I'm what? wrong. Seriously? I, I was he convinced for West he played Ham. for Sorry? I was convinced he played for Sunderland. So did I. Did he not? No. Played for Wigan, Peterborough, Ipswich. 
retired. Jesus. Blimey. Have you got an answer for Leicester West Ham yet? No. No? <laughs> Blimey, here we go. Uh, I'm trying to think desperately. Niall Quinn, did he play for West Ham? Players who have played for both West Ham and Leicester City. <laughs> here we go. There might not be any, frankly. Here we go. Players who have played for all three. Tony Tony Cotty. Right, I found a West Ham Sunderland one. Paul Koncheski, Dan. Let's yeah. play for both West yeah. Ham and Leicester. Sunderland, West Ham, Anton Go Ferdinand. There we go. And David Connolly is the other one. The striker. Oh, the striker. Yeah. But you should have got Paul Koncheski. Yeah, forgot he existed. Um... Sunderland, George McCartney, Sunderland, West Ham. And you could have also had Matthew Upson for Leicester West Ham. What the fuck did he play for Leicester? Uh, he played for Leicester City for 2014 to 2015, played only five games. But he was at West Ham from 2007 till 2011. We're going to need to do a pub quiz um, <laughs> to uh, improve our knowledge before we do this again, because this is shocking, ladies and gentlemen. So right, one, one week we can go continental. That'll fuck it up. That will really cause chaos. AC Milan and Barcelona. Uh... There's probably quite a few. Frank Kessie springs to mind on that one. Zlatan as well. Um, but anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll have to come up with another one for our next podcast. Um, also, do check out our Football Funders page on Twitter because in for the January transfer deadline day, we will be doing a Twitter Spaces um for about an hour or so during the the transfer window deadline day before it shuts so do that dan can stop sharing i'll screen even, now i'll even dress up with like jim white for you all there you, oh, go. God, you won't see not. me but you know once again a quick shout out to our lovely lovely friends at proper blokes club walking and talking breaking the stigmas around men's mental health you can uh, follow them at Blokes Club on Twitter or go to www.thepropablokesclub.co.uk. And Dan's gang, let us talk mental health. You uh, want to join my at, gang? At let us talk underscore MH. Um, raising money for mental health charity mind. They've got some games. Uh, go to our Twitter page and you will see their latest game posted up. And if you're in a local area, go and support them. Give them some cash. Buy them some merch. And, and all the money goes in a month's to time. Mind. Make sure you treat them to wish Jamie good luck on his wedding day. Absolutely. We will make sure we do that. that as that is coming up in the next month. Definitely. Nice to hear some good news for the start of the new year. So, until next time, ladles and jelly spoons. Thank you, Mr. Finch. Buongiorno, merci beaucoup. And, um, if anybody is anywhere near the Sittingbourne region of, of Kent, do keep an eye out overseas. You may see a man netting fish fingers. Until then, <laughs> take care, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>